The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. One theme that has been popping up in a lot of my conversations with my Missing Link members and even my social media following are habits. And not only that, but how to create habits, why we haven't stuck to habits in the past. So I have brought none other than Dr. Terry Walls and Josh Sukman to talk with us today. Dr. Terry Walls, as I'm sure you are well aware, is the founder of the Walls Protocol and is a professor at the University of Iowa running clinical trials for people with multiple sclerosis. And Josh Sukman is the founder and CEO of Master Health, a platform that helps you build habits to improve your health. Dr. Walls and Josh, thank you so much for being here with us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I think that This is a perfect time of year to have these conversations about habits because usually within the first few months of the year, if not the first month, people are reevaluating lots of things, their nutrition, their exercise, their daily habits, and likely trying to make new ones or hang on to ones that they feel are leaving. So this conversation is going to be really helpful for so many people. I think what would be most beneficial is to first go into why habits are so hard to keep and then creating some insights around that and how we can actually get certain habits to stick. So can you explain further as to how habits are formed and why they're hard to create? So if we're going to uh, create a new desirable habit or extinguish an undesirable habit, it takes effort. We have to build new connections, new pathways, new uh, highways in our brain so they're easier and automatic. And that takes a lot of effort first to initiate this new behavior and then to do it again and again. And because we all have all sorts of demands on our time, it becomes easier to go back to the things that are automatic. And add to that, a lot of things were biologically wired to crave sugar, to crave inactivity, because that served us for our species for hundreds of thousands of years. But now that we have commercially available food and we can eat all of the time, we have products that make it very easy to be sedentary all of the time, those linkages no longer promote health, they promote worsening of health. Therefore, we're pushing against some of our biology that creates craving for sugar and for being sedentary, and it takes effort. So one of the things I talk a lot about, Gretchen, is that in order for us to be willing to do the effort, we have to link it to something that really matters deeply to us. So I I spend a lot of time asking people to reflect deeply on what is your why? Why do you want to do this? And for many in my tribe, it's their children, 
their grandchildren, their spouse, they would like to have more engagement with their spouse. Uh, they want to play with their kids, their grandkids. They want to go on hikes and walks again. So once we link it to their why, now I come clean and say, you know what? Making a new habit or getting rid of a bad habit is work. And we confess that. Then we talk about small, small, achievable next step actions that will make it a little easier to get to that desired uh, diet, that desired activity. And then the next step after that is, how do I track my success? That I actually did implement that very small, achievable next step. And to that end, we've had so many people asking me, they'd like to have a method to identify what were the relevant small steps and how do I track my progress more effectively? And so I uh, had the opportunity to meet Josh, who, like me, shares an appreciation for behavior change, an appreciation for small, discrete next steps, and how we could make it easier for people to identify those and then track their progress. So Josh and I had some conversations, and I said, well, let's give it a whirl. And so Josh and I started working. How long ago, Josh? Just over a year ago, I think we, we started on this. I think that for in just that short amount of time that you just said, that that brief statement there, you just listed so many things that we could just delve into. You know, one thing that I noticed that you said about the why statement that you work on with your clients is that it needs to be meaningful and emotional. It's not just why, because I want to get stronger or I want to eat healthy. Those are great whys, but what you said is I want to be with my family more, or I want to hang out with my kids. Like the more emotion it has to it, I imagine the easier it would be to stick to those small, tangible steps. It has to be something that you care deeply about. It's not going to be something that my physician cares about. Mm -hmm. It has to be something that I care about because I'm the one who's going to have to do the work. Right, right. And then you mentioned those small, tangible steps, which again, I think is often overlooked. I think for certain people, a lot of people in our world want to be as healthy as possible. And so their goals are related to exercise, nutrition, and mindset. And it can be easy to just set the goal of, I'm going to exercise five days a week, or I'm going to eat salads every day for lunch. When in reality, that might be a huge change for some people. What are some typical smaller goals that you set along the way? You know, I remind people that adding is easier than subtracting. So we have a conversation, is there something that we could add? And so it might be as simple as I'm going to add a new vegetable every week, or I'm going to add a green salad. And we ask, so how often do you have green salads? And they're like, never. I'm like, okay, we should maybe start with one green salad per week. So what is the item that you want to work on? How often have you done it in the past? And then I want to have a little forward progress. And if they have a salad twice a week, maybe it's okay. Could we do it three times a week? Or if it's, I've never exercised, could you ask for a referral to physical therapy? And so that's a one-time action. So that, that's pretty easy. Or maybe it's, uh, you're going to walk to your mailbox once a day. So we figure out the domain, food or exercise, for example. What's your goal? And then we talk about having the action be small enough. So we're very confident that you can do it by the end of the week. 
And I like to have things time bound. So what you'll get done in that week. Would you say it's accurate that you need to do something for a certain number of days? I've always heard that in order to create a habit, you need to do that thing, that habit for 21 days. Is that true? And where did um, that number come from? Do you know? Yeah, I don't know where it, it come from. It, in my practice, I find two months is much more accurate. Two months, it's pretty consistent. I feel good about that being a real habit, but it can go away when you stop. And you only have to miss it like nine times and it's gone. Like, uh, it's yeah. so easy for us to lose our habits. We like to think that once we have a habit, it's a true habit and we just stick to it. <laughs> but unfortunately, it does take that consistent work. And I love what you said about adding instead of subtracting, because a lot of people, myself included, might say, okay, I'm going to stop having soda or I'm going to take away. X, Y, and Z. So I know my goal is to get you off soda. So I might start with what kind of alternatives to soda that would be good for you would we like to endorse? So perhaps it's a sparkling water. Maybe it is uh, just mineral water. Maybe it is an herbal tea. Maybe it's green tea. So we're going to work on, in addition to the alternative beverage, and maybe it's uh, going to have a glass of water first before I have any soda. And after our ads are established, then we can talk about the subtractions. I like that you mentioned confidence. You had said, you know, add small things until you feel confident, and then you might add or subtract another thing. Now, when Josh and I were working on the Laws Protocol mobile app, Josh read the book, carefully cover to cover, he identified all the actions that I spoke about. And I was shocked at how many actions I didn't realize how many discrete actions I had laid out there that people could take. And Josh can comment on that. First, Gretchen, do you want to guess? Want to guess how many there were? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would like to guess. I'm going to guess 37. Close. Good number. 112. Oh, <laughs> that was not close. <laughs> wow. Well, well, yeah. I mean, there are a few of them that are supplements, so probably slightly less than 112 discrete actions, but, uh, but there, was, there was a lot in there. Well, and so one thing that, that you had mentioned was important was this tracking and is there a best way to track or how, how do you even track, you know, with you just mentioning 112, where do you start and you know, what category do you pick from first? How does that work? So we actually spent a lot of time on that exact exercise because we felt a lot of people would come in feeling exactly the same way. And I think in general, when you see such a complex protocol, a lot of people get paralyzed at the beginning on where to start. And so simply they don't. And so where we spent a lot of time was to help people pick up front, what's the goal that they have? What are several goals that they have in taking this program? And based on that, we actually spent some time figuring out what are the different actions out of these 112 that align best with these goals? So that when you come in, when you put in your goals, when you let the app know what it is you already do day to day, it's able to know what are all of the actions you should be doing that aren't in your routine already that Dr. Walls has previously let our system know that these are the most important things. So we actually stacked ranked every action together. So we know what are the top things you're not doing. So the, the app would actually say, hey, welcome. These are the things that are going to be the most impactful for you to get started. 
I want to be careful that people are in control. I'm not asking them to do 112 actions. We're asking them to identify one or two, make a small next step, and then they'll do that, have success. And when they're very, very successful, we will nudge them very gently say, do you want to either increase your goal or pick a new action to add? So we're, we're very careful to not let people think, oh my God, I got to do 112 things. Like, oh my God, that would be completely paralyzing. That's true. I, I want to hop in because I think you glanced over one, one little thing that's actually you know, where we spend a lot of time. So for all of these different actions, right? We talked, you talked a little bit earlier about building these small steps, right? And we, we spoke a lot, Dr. Walls and I, in the onset saying for each action, when someone gets started, what is the smallest amount that they could do that would have some sort of a measurable benefit, right? So where's the starting point? And then how do you build that? And you both identified, right? How do you slowly, gradually increase this over time? And how long does it take to build a habit? And how long does it take to sort of say, okay, you've laid a good foundation. And now we think you could do a little more. But again, just want to be careful there because I want to go back to what Dr. Wells just said again, saying, we give you the guidance to say, we think you could do more, but we give you the control. So it's only if you're ready for it. And if you say, not ready yet, then you know we'll nudge you again in a few weeks and it's up to you again. I love that because also, as we all know, with MS, every day is different. So there might be some days where you say, yes, I want to progress. I want to go to the next step. And then there might be other days where you say, nope, today is not the day that I want to do that. So it's nice that you have that option. And I may build on that a little more because we talk a lot about progress, but in reality, there are times where you do regress. Things don't go that well, and maybe you need to take a step back. And so the, the program provides you that positive space where we understand the realities of life, right? Whether you get busy, whether there's a change in your condition, and you need to take a step back and give you the space to say, you know what, maybe I was doing this much last week, but now I need to do a little less. And then over time, once you reestablish that habit, maybe at a lesser amount, you can grow back to where you were and then surpass it. But it's not that you have to do it in this week. Mm -hmm. And it's so nice that you guys created a way where you can track that because as a physical therapist, almost every client that I work with wants the opportunity to track what they're doing so that they can keep track of how it's going. And not only for measures of, can I progress or should I back off, but also is there any association with my symptoms based on what I'm doing? And so tracking can be powerful in so many different ways. Can you explain a bit about how your tracking works? Yeah. So at the onset, we sat down and we understood with certain goals you might have for the WALS protocol, there would be a complementary set of health measures or biomarkers that you may want to track. So I believe we have things like quality of life, pain, balance, motor control. There's probably 10 to 12 different measures because obviously conditions can manifest in slightly different ways based on the individual. We want to give people the opportunity to pick the measures that are the most relevant to them, that mean the most to them, that helps them achieve their why. And so they can track this, you know, day to day, week to week, and you can so, see. Uh, yeah. I think we're talking two different things here. One is tracking my symptoms, but the other thing is tracking my actions. And we allow people to track both. 
and you can decide what you want to track because the actions that you're completing, you'll have a chance to say, you know, I did that or I didn't do that. And so you'll get feedback on that. In addition, you have the opportunity to track the symptoms or function that are relevant for you. That's right. And to take that, I guess, a, a level deeper, we do provide for you in the experience in the app, a uh, we call it a consistency score. And mm-hmm. if, uh, if you've used Aura, the sleep tracker, you get a sleep score and a readiness score. And for those people who use it, you'll know that that score is comprised of a lot of sort of sub details, things like your heart rate, your HRV, your body temperature, your breathing rate, a number of different factors. And so similarly, your consistency score is, you know, within Master Health's the walls protocol, right? It, it's made up of all the actions that you're doing. So each score is unique to you based on your actions and based on your configurations. So whatever level of difficulty you might've set it at for you at that time. And so it tracks over the last three weeks, how well you've done. And so you can see for each action, there's a list of how well you're doing. And you can see that on an easy to read gauge. We're at the top, there's sort of ideal, you're doing great. And kind of at the bottom, it's like, hey, you need to focus on these areas. So that's kind of one level of granularity that we give you about the actions in your routine. And then separately, you'll be able to see your overall output in your program and how that relates to all of those health measures that you've indicated matter to you. And we have some of our clinicians, uh, our WAS protocol clinicians. They're certainly encouraging their patients and their clients to adopt the app so the patient can track their progress in terms of their symptoms and their function and then track their progress on the goals that the patient has identified that they want to be working on and on the behaviors that the patient has identified they want to be working on. Because people in general, this is probably true in business and sports and in health, what we measure and track, we improve. Mm -hmm. And what we don't measure and track tends to deteriorate. If for no other reason, because we're getting older and more mature. True. And one thing that it sounds like just from hearing you guys speak is that this is a way where someone could essentially work with you, Dr. Walls, and get your guidance based Mm -hmm. on where they are currently at, even though we live in different states or countries. And so, so this is absolutely a way to work with me and my team virtually through the app. Now that's true. I'm not going to be your physician. I won't be looking at your medical records, but you'll be hearing my voice. We did a lot of videos. We had a lot of fun in my office recording these, and you'll hear my point of view on why these things matter and my point of view of what are the little actions that you could take. And then you can decide like, wow, I could work on the walls protocol in the app. And I could also work with my neurologist, my primary care team for the clinical guidance. Or if that wasn't enough, you can decide to come see me here in Iowa. We do have a small private practice, but I really think most people could take the app and work with their primary care team and their neurologist and do very, very well. Absolutely. And I'm a huge advocate for multidisciplinary care, interdisciplinary care. And so having all of that information in one place, and then you can easily bring it with you to any of your appointments not only sounds valuable for the patient or the person with MS, but also the clinician. If I was seeing someone and they came to me with this information, oh my gosh, we could create such better goals just based on where they're at right now, what they've been Mm -hmm. doing, what's going well or not well. 
I am guessing you would be thrilled to know that your patients are coming in, trying to follow the Walls diet, trying to eat a goal of nine cups of vegetables a, a day and a goal of moving more every week. I predict most physical therapists who see MS patients would be thrilled to have their patients walk in and say, you know what, I'm doing the app and I am making progress. Yeah. And I don't think we've mentioned yet, what is this app called? How can someone find this? What we've done is we've actually set up a redirect. So if you go to masterhealth.care forward slash Dr. Gretchen, that will take you right to where you want to go in the app store. So the actual app is still called Master Health in the app store and the, the Walls Protocol mobile program, it's, it's listed front and center right when you open it up. So you can't miss it. And so that's available in the Apple App Store today. We're actually just in the process of bringing Android to market. And I expect by the beginning of February, you'll also be able to find that in the Google Play Store. It's currently available in the US and uh, as well as Canada. We are working on making it more widely available. But at the present time, you can get it uh, in the US and Canada on Apple. And as I mentioned, in February 2023, we should have this available on Android for you as well. Awesome. And I think this conversation in general, even if people are listening from different countries, is still really beneficial. Just even, again, starting with your why and then breaking it down into small, sustainable habits, maybe adding to what you're doing currently and then eventually subtracting certain things and eventually over time getting to your goal. I think you guys have given us such great tips for anyone looking to work towards any type of goal. You know, I think it's also important to realize it's not just health, nutrition, exercise. There could be any type of goal. It could be cuddling with your dog more, rest more. So I think it's the it, habit. It, it can be our financial important. decisions, you know, yeah. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Josh, did you want to share slides? Yeah, I certainly, I certainly can. So I could bring it up. I know we talked a little bit about this so far. But for anyone who's watching on, uh, on YouTube, you can follow along visually for the audio listeners. I'll be sure to talk through this as best I can. But basically, when you open the app, you'll see the Walls Protocol mobile program. You could click through that and watch the trailer, learn a little bit more about what that's all about. That's also available on YouTube. When you get started, you'll pick your goals, like we mentioned, and it will do a bit of an assessment on your existing habits. We've designed each activity and action within the program to meet you where you are. So starting really, really small, building on top of that until it's kind of at the maximum or peak of where it can be. You can come with no established plan. You can come with a plan that may have come from a Walls Protocol health practitioner or another kind of practitioner and work with them on building these habits. Once you've set up your routine and you've gotten some of the recommendations that are provided for you, as we mentioned, you can take those or not you'll end up with a daily routine that can guide you to reach your health goals. And so your routine is comprised of a few different things, obviously, including these actions that you can take and you can track throughout the day and throughout the week. It has moments of intention and reflection in the morning. You know, how can you make your day great? And in the evening, how did it go? Reflect to do better the next day. And to track, as we mentioned, those health markers. So those are kind of the to-dos throughout the day where you may want to add in some of the video lessons that Dr. Walls has recorded for you. There's some supplemental information to describe all of the habits within the program by video or by text. So you'll have access to that whole library. In our insights tab, you can see more about the actions that you've taken. You can see the stats around how you're tracking your own health measures over time. There's a section within the program when you join, you can optionally join uh, what we call our pods. They're basically peer groups of other people who are working towards similar health goals as you are. 
And in those groups, we see them typically between, I'd say, 10 and 40 people. There's a master health coach that's part of it. They are not a health coach. It's really more of a coach coach. So motivation, support, they're that sort of lubrication to foster just community within, within folks who are working towards those goals. But we see a lot of people share information to, to help each other out. There's some people who've been on the Walls Protocol for 10 years, who've been on it and off it and on it and off it and really like the app. And they're often there sharing you know, some of their secrets to building these habits, to sustaining these habits. And we just hear a lot of really nice things come from there. That and day-to-day, we know that sometimes it's a lot of work to do these things. We do our best to give you pats on the back for a job well done, even if it's just you know one day for one thing. And so you'll see those moments of feel good sort of sprinkled throughout the experience. That's the app in a nutshell. I just got to say, and I've downloaded the app myself and just looking at it, it's so visually pleasing where I know for myself, I am definitely motivated by recognition. And there's so many areas and so many different ways that you can see your progress. Like I think somewhere it said, you know, this number percent or this number of days staying consistent. There's the bars to show how far you've gone with each area. So there's so many different ways to see the progress. And for someone like me, that is really rewarding and motivating because I want to stay on track with that. You know, our brain I believe it was like 75% of our brain is devoted to the visual system, which is why we learn visually thousands times more rapidly, more completely than when we learn by text. So we want to be sure that we are giving people the opportunity to learn visually because it is just one, much more interesting. It's more beautiful. And we learn so much more rapidly and effectively when information, data, and experiences are presented visually. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. And it's nice too, because especially with 112 different directions, it's nice to have a system that can bring it down for you so that yes, there's all these options, but these ones can be the ones you focus on first. And here's how you're doing with them so that you can stay Mm -hmm. consistent for the long haul, not just for the first month or two months of the year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Gretchen, I have a question for you. So what area did you choose to focus? I first chose on the exercise. Exercise. Physical therapist, that makes sense, of course. And generally, I'm good with exercise, but only one type of exercise. So it's more so including, you know, going for a walk or cardio, not just lifting and Mm -hmm. Amongst that, also focusing on more resting physically, but also mentally. Yeah, you know, I can't stress enough that humans for a long time, we've understood that what we measure and track, we will improve. And we want to make things easy for people to measure and track. In my research world, we want to measure everything, track everything. And then, and I keep going back to my team, we cannot add participant burden. We have to keep it easy manageable for our study participants. And so that was my mantra as Josh and I were working to develop this system. We want it to be easy and sustainable for everyone who elects to use the uh, mobile app. And I think you both just highlighted something really interesting there. 
is that people tend to gravitate toward doing the things that they're often comfortable with and they need help in other areas, right? And I know we hear a lot about the Walls Diet, right? Where that's a cornerstone of the protocol, but this is a protocol. Like there's more than just the diet. And I know we talk about 112 actions, but when you break it down, there's you know elements of a program that's diet and nutrition. You focused a lot on exercise and movement, right? And I think what's interesting is if you look at this program across the board, there are all these dimensions that you can discover and learn about and integrate into your lifestyle that will help in different ways to complement each other, right? So there's also in this program, you know, immune and detox, reducing toxic load, things in your environment, minimizing toxic exposure. There's things around hormetic stress and doing things that can really sort of push you in a nice little way to improve. There's things around the brain and the mind and stress management and sleep and supplements. So those are all part of this and you'll see it sprinkled through the content. And of course, we invite you to challenge yourself in those areas that maybe you don't spend much time now doing. Yeah. One area that was suggested to me when I first downloaded the app was mindfulness. And I immediately went away from that because that's really hard for me. I'm, I'm definitely into taking moments of gratitude, but when it comes to silence and meditation, that just feels too challenging. So I went with exercise. So I think that this app is going to be great for people who want to be told what to do. Like, here's my goal. Just tell me what to do. Cause it does give you that program. You know, in Britain, I think it's okay for people to start where they're comfortable and have success. And then like, okay, I, I've done a good job with these changes. We're going to give you a little suggestion that you consider some of these other areas. And then you might decide, you know what? I am going to eat greens every day. And I'm going to start with maybe one serving a day and then two servings a day. And then, you know, I'll get my three servings of greens uh, in every day. But it is critical to have success at first. Since it's that time of year with New Year's resolutions and people thinking about new habits, I mean, it's it's kind of interesting, right? I think it, you know anyone who's into the Walls Protocol, whether it's you know by book or or who are already using the app, to explore the Explore section and see what's available, right? And rather than just picking at random something to do because it seems cool or your friend is doing it, almost considering this catalog of 112 things, right? Where you know if you pick any of them directionally, it's going to help towards probably one of your goals. So better do something that you know has got kind of an alignment with your goal rather than just picking something to do something. And for me, 112 actions can seem overwhelming, but for me, it more so just seems like there's so many options and any of them are good ones. So I think that'll be important to remember too, as you just said, Josh, it doesn't have to be like, these are the five best of the 112 any of them, if you take actions towards any of them, they're all healthy. It's all going to put you in the right direction. I will add a pro tip in there. So if you are going through them in the explore section, there's a little hexagon in the corner that's got a number in it. They go from one to 10, anything with a 10, the highest impact, you're going to get the biggest bang for buck on that. And then the nines and then the eights and so on. So if you are looking at this and you don't currently have any of the tens in your routine, those are good suggestions on where to start. I like that. I did not notice that when I was looking through it. That's a a great pro tip. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to mention about the app or creating or staying consistent with habits? You know, in my uh, clinical trials, the people who are the most successful with adopting the study intervention and then experiencing benefit 
are those who are willing to take the time to get in touch with their why and then do the tracking exercises. This is a really wonderful tool for anyone who, who wants to see a reduction in fatigue, improvement in quality of life, or just have healthy aging because you know it's all going to happen to us, hopefully. This is just uh, one of the very best tools that will support that. Awesome. Thank you so much. And we will put all of the links that we mentioned in the show notes. So if anyone is looking to just click directly on the link, that's where you can check. Is there any other resources that you guys wanted to share? Well, if you're not following me on social media, you certainly should, Dr. Terry Walls. Uh, You get to see what I'm eating, what I'm doing, hear me talk about research. If you've not signed up for my newsletter, I encourage you to do that. That's at terrywalls.com. And because every week I do a review of some of the interesting research that I've seen that week. And I think that's been really helpful. And uh, tell everyone that we always have clinical trials. We want people to check out our clinical trials as well. Awesome. Anything for you, Josh? For anyone listening in, masterhealth.care slash Dr. Gretchen. And that will point you right to the Walls Protocol on Master Health, no matter which device you're using. So that's probably a good one. Otherwise, depending on when this hits, the air, we're working on a really, really exciting new component to the Master Health app, as well as to the Walls Protocol Mobile, which will let people invite their friends, families, communities to engage with them with a particular action. So if it's around, for example, doing physical exercise, eating leafy greens, they will be available to add someone to join them in this challenge to eat a certain amount. So people will kind of have their own goals, but they can compete together for both of them to hit the respective goals within a certain amount of time. And so if you're inviting someone to just join this challenge with you, it's free for anyone else to join in order to bring you that support and motivation, hitting your own goal. And so, you know, we think that's going to bring a really fun, vibrant and exciting twist to the value that the Walls Protocol Mobile is already delivering to a lot of folks, but, uh, you know, stay tuned end of February, early March for that. And we'll have a wait list up for people who are interested in joining on our site. Nice. That definitely sounds fun. I mean, the pods sound awesome so far and having that accountability is so important, but who better to hold you accountable than the people you know and love and trust. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) that'll be a great addition. Thank you so much for sharing all of this information and for your expertise. Again, if anyone's looking for those links, you can find those in the show notes. Thank you so much. Thank you. And for my listeners, if you are interested in getting started with MS-specific exercises, consider checking out my online MS wellness program, The Missing Link. This is my platform where I share all of my favorite neuroplasticity-based functional exercises to help you improve your strength, walk better, walk longer, reduce fatigue, and feel more confident in your day-to-day life. You're able to track these exercises on the calendars that I provide in the missing link or the missing link app or Dr. Wall's app as well. For more information, check out the show notes where you'll find a link for a behind the scenes video of the missing link. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. 
If you loved this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.